things my family did I am not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside I am light I am light And so it is Hello, everyone. This is Amanda Johnson. Hello, beautiful, already whole and complete beings that you are. Welcome to Being Inspired, Episode 2. I am so grateful for those who listened to last week's episode, and I really felt into whether or not I wanted to continuing continue offering these once a month as I had been doing or once a week and for some reason I got the inspiration or I received the calling to do this once a week and so I'm back this week. And before the show this evening, I sat in meditation and really quieted my mind and dropped into my my inner wisdom, my inner guide to see what it was that I was to share with everyone tonight and what others needed to hear. And the thing that really stood out to me was this idea and this theme of helping, helping others versus inspiring others and what that means and what that looks like. And I'm not surprised that is what was called to come through me this evening. Um, Over the past few days, and specifically this afternoon, I was trying to articulate what it is that I do and how it can benefit others. And I was noticing that I really had some blocks around that, and I wasn't finding my words very easily in terms of how I help people or what benefits they might experience. And of course, I was then going back through some notes and being just replenished with uplifting words from those who I have worked with and who I have touched. But at the end of the day, it wasn't these concrete outcomes or benefits that was really that were standing out to me what was standing out to me was the way people would say that who I was um, made a difference or the way I was showing up and that was a that was somewhat consistent across these you know three or four or five um, people who had given me some feedback and As I was feeling stuck and a little blocked trying to articulate these outcomes or objectives, I think 
part of why I was feeling that block and what seems clearer to me now and why I am feeling called to talk about this idea of helping versus inspiring is that I don't think we need more people out there helping others. I don't believe I am here to help you or to help anybody. I've actually noticed that I've been going back through a lot of my bios or some of my writing. I haven't gone through everything, but as things come up or as I share a bio with someone or I post something, I notice that I'm really feeling called to change the word help to inspire. And I think that is because I'm starting to understand the difference for myself. The difference of helping someone which insinuates or assumes that they are broken. That they are in need. That they need to be fixed. And now I can even feel a little potential judgment or um, a little pushback coming up right now as I even say this. So maybe some of you are also experiencing that, which is, well, it's okay to help. And isn't that a good thing? There are people who are in need. And if I'm in a position to help them, shouldn't I do that? And yes, um, yes, you, sh- you, you can, we can, we all can. I'm noticing that I want to not get hung up on just the word help itself, but perhaps some of the meaning that we infuse that with. And so on the one hand, yes, we can help those in need. We can donate. We can um, give of our time and our services. And then there's this other help that I'm really tuning into. And I think what I'm feeling called to explore right now, which is this, oh, let me help you figure it out. Let me help you earn X amount of money. Let me help you be a better person. All of these ways of helping that, in my opinion, and what I'm starting to feel and what I'm starting to experience for myself comes with this added layer of because you're not okay as you are, or because who you are isn't already enough, or let me help you because you're broken and I can fix it. That's the help that I'm, I'm looking at right now and that I'm feeling really passionate about exploring how to rever- turn that into inspire. And one of my favorite ways of looking at this word inspire was given to me by Dr. Wayne Dyer when I was listening to a video of his and he shared that the word inspire um, comes from, I believe, the Greek word. 
which I don't know off the top of my head and that's okay, but it means in spirit. So to inspire or to be inspired is to be in spirit. And the reason this, I believe, is so important to me and why this word inspire resonates with me so deeply is because I'm, I'm starting to experience what it means to be in spirit, to be connected with the divine. And I don't think it's a mistake that, or even just a coincidence that I've started using this word being inspired. It came to me a few months ago. And as I then learned through Dr. Wayne Dyer, what it means, it just clicked. And it is for me about inspiring others, being in spirit myself so that my actions my words can have a lasting effect. As I said before, I don't believe the world needs more people helping us. I, I, everywhere I look, I see someone who thinks they can help me or can help you. And what I believe I am being called to and what I believe we all are being called to is how we can be more inspiring. How can we recognize the divine within each of us? And then with that, through our words, through our actions, through walking our talk, can we touch the lives of others? And I think that is what I'm feeling really passionate about because we all can inspire others. Every single one of us. We can inspire one person who, who might read something that we write or overhear something that we say or simply observe how we are showing up in the world and think, wow, I... I'm really drawn to that, or I want more of that, or that demonstrates to me that it is possible to feel a certain way, or to live a certain way, or to be a certain way. I think um, it's really interesting because <laughs> the other thing that wanted to come through me uh, as I was preparing in meditation, uh, I got, once I completed my meditation this evening, I drew a, a card. And I don't use cards that often, but I have this beautiful goddess card deck by Doreen Virtue. And I used to rely on it more. And I'm starting to only draw cards in very specific moments and I draw them before before these radio shows uh, just again to see what what might be asking to be shared and as I was shuffling the deck a card fell out very early on and I've been told before that if a card falls out of a deck that you're working with that 
you need to pay attention to it. And yet I didn't quite trust that because I picked up the card, I looked at it, and then I put it right back in thinking, no, that's not the one. <laughs> As if I know better. And I put it back in and I kept shuffling. And then I felt I was ready to draw, flipped the top card over, and it was the exact same card that had fallen out just moments ago or moments before. And so I said, okay, it does know better. And by it, the divine, the divine that is in me, the divine that is in each of us, the divine that is in everything. And the card that needed to be shared for some reason is the goddess Ishtar. And she's the goddess of boundaries. And as I was reading her message, again, it was interesting. I I'll share it with you because I wonder if it is intended for you in this moment. And then I'll share with you what really resonated with me uh, in terms of what I felt that I was being called to share and to speak about this evening. Ishtar's message is to love yourself enough to say no to others' demands on your time and energy. And then there's a longer message, and I'm going to just read you the, the part of it that really jumped out and stood out to me as I felt into this idea of helping versus inspiring. It says here that there's a distinction between giving of yourself and giving up yourself. If you feel tired, guilty, or resentful while helping others, then you're not truly helping them, are you? And that's what stood out to me. This Again, coming back to this idea of helping. Where are we living from a place of resentment? Because we feel like we have to help others. Or where are we feeling like we are giving up ourselves in service of others or in helping others? Is it in our jobs? Is it at home? Is it in the things we choose to do? Are we feeling obligated? Or are we feeling guilty that we're not? And the reason that's coming up for me now is I notice in my humanness that I, even though I, this, this truth is coming through me that to inspire is really where it's at. Um, the, the human part of me still thinks I am supposed to help people and add value. And I notice that I can feel or experience some guilt at times if I don't think what I'm doing is helping. I even thought about that as I was deciding to have this radio show again this evening. I thought, oh man, 
it's only been a week and, and you know since my last one am i going to have anything of value to offer tonight are people going to get something out of this and again that's me living from this human ego place of thinking that a it's my job to help you and b that that there's something to get out of these things rather than what i'm learning even in this moment as i am speaking these words to you that it is not my job to help you or to ensure you get something out of this but wa- rather to inspire you through my words, through my actions. And that is the job of any of us. So we can release some of the guilt, some of the pressure, some of the obligation or resentment that we may have around helping others. The other thing I want to say is part of living in spirit, living an inspired life, that can then inspire others to live in spirit is to accept our divinity. And I was on on a call last night with a magical group of people. They're my soul family. We spent two weeks together in Peru last year and we were sharing and a couple of the themes that came up on the call. One was how some of us are learning to really accept our humanness. You know, all those parts of ourselves, the parts that feel guilty, the parts, the part that feels resentful, the part that thinks someone needs to get something from us or that we need to get something out of someone else or from someone else. All the stuff that makes us this perfectly imperfect human. Accepting all of that. That was one of the themes on the call, and I really resonated with that because I feel like my journey and a lot of the work I've been doing over the past two years has been to learn how to accept myself, this very human self, accept the fact that I get angry, accept the fact that I am already enough accept that I feel sad sometimes, accept the fact that the amount of effort I put into something is, is enough. There's a theme here. I need to accept my enoughness. And I really spent the last few years really focusing on that and learning to accept my humanness. Now that doesn't mean there still aren't days where I might forget and I need to be reminded. But more often than not, I live in a much deeper state of acceptance. And I believe that is so important for all of us. So learning to accept this human part of us, this human experience. And then the other theme that stood out to me on the call and that I shared was there's this phase of my journey and my experience where I'm learning to accept my divinity. One of the things that my shaman in Peru actually 
said was that, yes, we are all gods and we are all Marx brothers. So we are all divine and we are all human. And part of my journey of living an inspired life, living in spirit, is to remember that I am divine, that we all are, and to then accept that part too. So yes, we get to accept the fact that, you know, we are quote-unquote imperfect in a human sense. We also get to accept that we are perfect in a divine sense. And that's the part that I'm really practicing more and more. And perhaps there's an opportunity or an invitation for you to practice that even more yourself. Ask yourself, am I accepting these human parts of myself? Sometimes we like to call it the shadow and the light. And something that I was looking at was um, over the past year was what if what if we don't have to judge, you know, the shadow is this part of me that ugh, I need to kind of keep hidden or keep away. That's what if the shadow's part of it and the light is part of it and we get to accept both of them. So where in your life are you not accepting your humanness, all the shadow that comes with that? Where in your life are you not accepting your divinity and all of the light that comes with that? This is my practice and I believe is my practice because I am feeling this calling to be more in spirit. And the only way I can do that is to live from this place where I can trust my inner truth, my inner knowing. And by the way, the only way I've gotten to hear my inner truth and to hear my inner knowing is by doing a lot of this work to learn to accept myself, to get out of judgment, to be in this present moment. Because my inner truth and my inner wisdom is not living in the past or in the future. It is only living in this present moment. And if I want to tune into that, and if I want to hear what it has to say, I've got to be here. I've got to be now. And there are times when I'm not. And that's my humanness. And that's what it means to be in this human life and in this human experience. And I can accept that part as well. But again, to get to know this inner truth, this inner wisdom that every single one of us has, each of us has access to it. It took practice. It took reading and being inspired and learning from others who had who have come before me, who have inspired me that it is possible to live that way through their words, through their actions. It took me doing some inner exploration and discovery. We all have our own ways 
of getting there. And I don't mean getting there as in a destination. I mean revealing there, that divine true self. We each will have our own path and our own way of of revealing it. Mine happened to be through reading books and taking some courses, working with some coaches and other mentors and people in my life who I am forever grateful and indebted to. And then the more we learn to hear that inner truth, that inner wisdom, that inner spirit within us, we are then more available to inspire others. And that is not to say that you, in this very moment, wherever you are, cannot inspire. You can. Because that inner wisdom, that inner truth, it it already exists and lives within you. And so no matter where you are or what you think or who you believe you are today, you can and most likely are inspiring people all the time. And my invitation to you today is just to look at where am I feeling like I have to help or that it's my job to help others? And where am I not accepting this divinity within me, this light that lives within me? Is there an area of your life where you are not fully accepting that? And the other question is, is there an area in your life where you are yet to accept your humanness? The fact that we make mistakes, that we send out emails with typos, that we might say something hurtful, that we might feel hurt or separate from someone else, living under that illusion. Can we accept all of those parts of ourselves? That's what I feel inspired to share with you today. And I'll be curious what of this message that was asked to be spoken truly resonates with you. As of now, my intention is to hold these shows once a week, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern. Drop in. I'd love to hear I'd love to have you here. I'd love to share in this with you and see how we can continue to deepen into our own divinity so that we can continue to be good with who we are and by who we are meaning all of us, the shadow and the light, the human and the divine. 
so that we can all go out and be inspiring as well as inspired. I will leave you with our closing song again. This is India Ari. Look it up. It's a beautiful song. It is called I Am Light. And thank you so much for tuning in and dropping in and being that complete and in-spirit person that you already are. Pieces of the brokenness inside